0: What is up, guys? My name is Lucas. Welcome to Just Being Real, a podcast by a pastor and his wife talking about the journey and being what God called him to be, a pastor. What's up, guys? Glad you guys are here. Hope you like this podcast. Give it a subscribe. Enjoy. It is good to be back with you guys. Um, Boy, if you guys would only hear what goes on. (laughs) When the mic, when the recording's not plain done, you know. So, oh, it's fun. Hey, it's good to be with you. Welcome back to our podcast, Just Being Real. Uh, man, we're excited about being with you today. We've got a, a really, uh, man, I guess uh, a tough topic. Yeah. Today, we want to talk about. Um, well, we got
1: some things that are heavy on our hearts right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, uh, why don't we just go ahead and get at it uh, this, uh, tonight? We we are glad that you're with us, first off, and uh, man, really appreciate you uh, uh, being a part with us. And we've had some really good um, uh, response yeah. from to our podcast. It's been people good. Are, it's been people are good. reaching out. We've got some pretty cool episodes coming up. I really like that. Uh, we've got uh, we
1: can just. Stay on key. We're yeah. sorry we haven't yeah. been like every week. Well, it's, it's just been a little crazy. It has getting been back into the swing we, of things with the church.
0: We do have a full time job. Yeah, and it's not. This is not it. That would be cool if this was it, though, wouldn't it? That'd really be cool. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, we're here with you, and we're excited about what's uh, what we're about to get, get ready to talk. Well, I wouldn't say excited, but we know it needs to be talked about. Yeah. Um. We're, remember, we're ta- we're just dealing with pastoral um church issues yeah and and how can we help in in making that better
1: and don't think we know everything because we don't we're walking this sometimes um blinded as well so we're trying to just listen to the holy spirit and what he wants and And that's our main focus Mm. wow and that gets that that's sometimes very difficult.
0: It is very difficult. Um, yeah, it is difficult to do. But so
1: let's start this so we can talk about why it's difficult.
0: There you go. So we want to open up today and just uh, talk to you a little bit about what we call um, uh, care versus conflict. Uh, compassion maybe mm-hmm. is better versus conflict. That's really what this is about today. And what we mean by that is 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 I, I just want you to know that it, it doesn't go unnoticed by me that what I'm seeing in our world today and 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 really in the church world is where I'm kind of coming from here. There's such conflict. Mm-hmm. There's such yeah. conflict within our churches. And and it's over Ridiculous stuff. It used to be really ridiculous stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, what I mean by that is there was this conflict over what color paint there was going to be on the yeah. wall or what color carpet. Mm-hmm. And do you realize there are people that left churches because of this? Because they didn't get their way. Yep. Because they didn't like what the color was or whatever. Or
1: they didn't
0: like the fighting. Right. Or they didn't like the fighting. <laughs> exactly. And and then, you know, then you moved into the the, the, uh, the, the, the worship war. Mm-hmm. You know, and they were fussing about uh, you know contemporary music and traditional music, and I I'm gonna be on can I just be honest with you I can't stand the titles contemporary and traditional mm-hmm. they just irk me
1: well it's so divided because then when you say traditional.
0: It means something. It means something. you have this image, yeah. Don't and, you?
1: You know, don't bring in the, the contemporary. Yeah, because that contemporary, means don't bring in the traditional. Yes, and you know, it just it almost you almost set yourself up to block a certain sector of people you're segregating. Out. Yeah, yeah,
0: you're separating, segregating, dividing, dividing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: it's almost like politics. You know, yep. We, you know, we have our opinion and everything, but we're not going to put that out there because no. It just kind of separates us from a certain sector of people. Mm-hmm. If I was
0: to sell, tell somebody I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat, that it, it will automatically put me in a category with that person. Mm-hmm. Now, it might be a favorable category. It might be a negative category. Yep. So I don't need to tell you that. Right? Uh, why do I need to tell somebody whether I'm a Republican or a Democrat? Right. You probably are going to know right. just by my verbiage and how, how I am and everything. But that still, I'm not going to pronounce that. Just because I don't want to segregate other people from from my from my ministry yeah i i I want to pastor uh republicans, I want to pastor Democrats, I want to pastor independents, I want to pastor people
1: right that's the thing that's the bottom line pastoring yeah. people
0: yeah so so anyway, how do we digress down to there? But we did, didn't well, we? Well,
1: I brought up the politics thing. Yeah, I should get that in that. Yeah, thank you.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, we're talking today about conflict within the church. And yeah. what we're seeing now, we're not fussing about music now anymore. I mean, they're still fussing a little bit, but we're not fussing about that anymore. There's, their churches are not splitting because of this anymore. Uh, churches literally are, are, we're seeing the conflict that we're finding in churches today. is not about pews and chairs yeah. it's not about you know uh grandma so-and-so's classroom and somebody went in there and took a you know picture off the wall and and people left the church because of it we're not fight we're not and, and don't get me wrong because that back then still was wrong yeah it still was wrong to do it really was it wasn't the right thing to do it's not the way it's not we not the should, way be. should
1: be handling things. exactly exactly yeah
0: you know but this is what we see. Mm-hmm. And now it's it's moved into even... I mean, Shelly, people cannot have a conversation or a debate anymore about anything.
1: Yeah, I know. It's really difficult. You, you can't disagree with somebody. I've almost quit posting. I post stuff on my Facebook about my grandkids and my mm-hmm. family, and that's it. Right. Because I, I'm just like... I do not want to offend anybody, mm-hmm. so I just have backed off from certain things.
0: Right, and, and what I mean by this, and I know we've talked about, you know, disgruntlement within the church and everything like that before, but, but as a pastor, what what really alarms me is the insignificant things that we're willing to fuss about.
1: Well, our focus is
0: off. Mm.
1: I mean, come on, mm-hmm. our focus is off because, you know, we were talking this afternoon about a scripture that a friend of ours shared with us a while back in a class that we took and it's Jesus talking cause it's red letter. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, and he's with the, the 12, um, disciples and he says, um, do not, Go among the Gentiles, or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaim the message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, and drive out demons and freely give.
0: Now keep that in front of us here mm-hmm. because here's what I want to talk about with that passage of scripture. Okay? So that's read out of what translation?
1: That is NIV, and it's Matthew 10. Oops, I just clicked it. Hang on.
0: Was it 10, 8, and 9? 10, 8,
1: and 9. That's what I think it was. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. 10, Matthew 10, 8, and 9. 10 and 8. 10, 8.
0: Okay. So it's Matthew chapter 10, verse 8, out of the... NIV. NIV. Okay. Right there, Shelly. Right there, there will be people that are listening to this, this podcast today. And right there, they're going to criticize... Uh, reject just for the mere fact that that was not another translation. Well, I'll just write. But that was the NIV. No, I'm saying. I'm Let me not, read I'm not... it out
1: of another one. No, cause... that's not the point. Okay. The point
0: is, is that that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. We're going to we're going to fight over, and I'm going to tell you, to be honest with you, we have there's there's a sect of individuals that are out there in the church world okay and and i don't have to call them out but i'm not i'm not going to call them out but i'm just going to say there's a sect out there that believes that there's only one authentic translation Mm -hmm. okay and and so what that does then is that it causes this division and the bad part about that the the sad part about that is is that they're their 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 argument is null and void it's it's preposterous it's it's but but they are so bent on it that they're willing to have a confrontation about it Mm -hmm. and and that's what i see church or shelly i don't think the church should be in confrontation i believe the church needs to be a, 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 a the body needs to be comforting yeah we need to be comforting people, not right. confrontational.
1: Well, there's things that are going to be hard to talk about, but you got to do it in love. And what is it in Timothy that uh, is it Timothy where um, do everything in, in love? Right. You know, mm-hmm. walk graciously. Is or mm-hmm. is, I'm paraphrasing pretty bad. Sorry, but, good. I mean, but that's what it's talking about. You know, mm-hmm. um, to just be gentle.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know,
1: and I don't see a lot of gentleness but here, yeah, here's right what now it, in and the world. What,
0: I agree with you, and here's my, my 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 thought on this is, is that can you read that verse one more time? Yeah.
1: Oops, I've turned it into a different version. Hang on. Doesn't matter. Re- it really doesn't.
0: She bringing it up? Hang on.
1: Here we go. As you go, proclaim this message the kingdom of heaven has come. That's verse seven. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give.
0: There's five things.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: There's five things there, right? Yeah. Does any of that say rebuke your brother um, because he's not reading the right translation? Does any of that say, um, you know, chastise women? because of what they're wearing does any of that say does jesus say any of that he doesn't No. and i will please if anybody wants to have a conversation about this i'll be glad but i want to have a conversation not a confrontation right i want to have a conversation so i'll be glad to but i don't see anywhere in scripture where jesus says to be fussing about these things i really don't yeah and what? But what does he tell us to do? He tells us, list it out again, verse 8.
1: Heal the sick. That's number one. Raise the dead. Number two. Cleanse those who have leprosy. Number three. Drive out demons. Number four. And freely give.
0: Number five. Yep. If we as a church was doing these things,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what would our world look like?
1: Yeah, it's true. What would it look like? You know, we, we just our focus is getting so off, and I, I'm. It's so. My heart has been so heavy this week, just in thinking about it, and you know things that. Oh my word, it's, just, it's been a tough week for me. I was home for a couple of days, um, just mm-hmm. kind of. I had a procedure, and it kind of took me for a loop, gave, and it took me a couple of days to recoup from it. So with that. Um, I had a lot of downtime. So part of my downtime, I was watching, catching up on some um, TV series that I I watch. Nothing bad or anything, you know, cop stuff, you know, things like that. I'm not even going to mention the name of this show because I'm done with this show. Mm -hmm. I turn it on and there's no introduction it goes straight into and i'm just going to flat out say it mm-hmm. straight into two men being in bed i i can't get the image out of my head i'm so mad mm-hmm. i'm so mad mm-hmm. it infuriates me and this is the first time this show has ever done something like this mm-hmm. ever and i'm like i'm st- i told rod i'm so done with tv i'm i'm really done i'm ready to just turn it off the only show I absolutely love watching right now is The Chosen, mm-hmm. and I don't know how many of you guys are watching The Chosen, but man, I'm telling you, you need to go back and watch season one. Yeah. We're into season two now, and we watched season two this week, yeah. episode, episode three. Yeah. Oh My word, this is exactly what we're talking about right now.
0: Mm -hmm. And and not to spoiler alert there, but just you need to go watch it. You do because this is exactly what we're talking about. This is what 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 that scene depict at the end of that episode is exactly what we're talking about within the church. Yes. Within the church. Within
1: the church. And let me tell you, I truly I was so emotional after that episode because it just broke my heart to think how much we as the church are breaking God's heart right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, truly what is he thinking of us? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's amazing that he just doesn't wash his hands of us and say, you know what? I, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Right. You know, thank goodness he's not human right. like us. Yeah. Um, but how much are we truly hurting him? By the things that people are saying and thinking and doing and, Mm -hmm. you know, oh my word, everything is just spiraling out of control in this world. And I just don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but man, my eyes were really open this week. And my heart has just been so heavy thinking about um, hurting the Father's heart.
0: Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, you 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 want to say... Really, that we as believers should really be rising above that, yeah. opposed to inflicting it. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, in all honesty, good people can get, get, can be blinded mm-hmm. by the idea that what they're doing is good. Right. Well, it's you know I'm staying. I'll, let me give you an example. Um, you ever see? You ever see people standing out on the street corners with the Bibles in the air and, and they're waving, they're yelling, and they're going, signs. "Repent, repent, or you're going to hell. Repent, you're mm-hmm. going, or you're going to hell." Right? They they believe that that's good intent, and and what they're saying is correct. If there is no repentance and right. asking forgiveness of, of your sins with, to Jesus, then yes, you are by biblical understanding, you are destined for hell. Right. If you don't change your ways, okay? But isn't there a better way of saying it?
1: Yeah, isn't absolutely. there?
0: Isn't there? I mean, can you show me in Scripture where Jesus stood on the corner and screamed this? No, I, I don't see it. I, so how do we justify that? How do how do we as as the body of Christ justify something like that? Well, there are heathens out there. Yes, they are. You should look at that with compassion, not condensation, con- condemnation. <laughs> Well, condensation that's right
1: <laughs> condemnation yes yeah. yeah, so you
0: shouldn't look at it like
1: that compassion you should be compassionate we should be looking at people like Jesus looks at them and that that's been my prayer Lord help me to see these people through your eyes mm-hmm. because sometimes i I'll just be honest sometimes I get really upset and mm-hmm. really hurt by people you know by what they say by how they act you know they may say you know I'm a wonderful prayer warrior well, where are you on the prayer service? Then? Yeah,
0: but not showing up at you prayer. Don't show up at
1: prayer service? Yeah. And we've made every right. every opportunity
0: mm-hmm. for
1: you to be here for prayer service. Yeah. You know, if you're a wonderful pr- prayer warrior, get your butt to prayer <laughs> service. <laughs> we want
0: you there. I mean, that's we've got a design. We have an oh, we have a yes. time of prayer yes. on Sunday mornings before service starts. Come, you know? And uh, that's what I mean. You know, you, you hear people say, "Well, I'm you know, I have, uh, I, am a person of compassion,
1: yeah. <laughs> but aren't I hate you involved in our lunches of love, yeah. compassionate ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I don't get me started. <laughs> Calm down. I Calm know. Down. I get really passionate about this and my heart's heavy about it mm-hmm. because I'm just, I'm so tired of seeing people just come and sit in the pew, get their cup full mm-hmm. We're not supposed to come and get our cup full. I don't even think that's scriptural. I'm going to look that up. (laughs) I don't think that's scriptural. I think that's another one of those things that people say like...
0: Cleanliness cleanliness is is next to godliness. Yes. I don't
1: even think that's a biblical thing. I might be wrong. Someone, if you're here listening to this and you find that in scripture, please tell me because I I don't think it is.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't either. So. But you know, here we here we sit today, and we're really talking about and dealing with this this uh, you know compassion versus you know conflict yeah. or, or care versus conflict. So you know, we see it in the church, and to, and to be perfectly honest with you, the sh- the church should be caring. It yeah. should be a caring place. People should be caring for one another, not seeking conflict yeah. or. You know, it's almost like, some. I've, I've heard some pastors say this, it's almost like a badge of honor, that, yeah, I, I, I got in an argument with this guy, and I, boy, I just threw out the scripture and just nailed him upside a wall with it. I'm like, oh, seriously? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because I remember the last time I got nailed upside of a wall, boy, I, I really rejoiced in those nails. Yeah. No, I didn't. I hated it, you know? And I didn't like the person who did it to me, either and and so you know so you see that, but we also see you know, pastor I, I, I was talking to a young lady this week and she shared with me she has been to church after church after church, not because she's church hopping, but because she has been and and I, I just you meet this young lady and you're like, you just see Jesus all over. Oh her.
1: yeah, she was so friendly yeah so just her countenance was just yes. like. You could see Jesus mm-hmm. all over her. Right. I mean, I only spent like, what, a couple minutes with her. Right. And I was like, holy cow, I would love to spend the day with her.
0: Yeah, and she's got multiple kids. I mean, she's fostering a couple as well. And so you just see the love of Jesus all over her. She's She shared with me and, and started to break down in tears. And trust me, they, they came here to do something else, not have a conversation with me. And we ended up sitting out in the four-year area for about forty-five minutes and having a conversation. And she shared with me, and she, well, the story that she shared with me was is how pastor after pastor or 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 leadership who was in the, a leader in the leadership of each of these churches had had called her out or or chastised her, and they did it in public. Mm-hmm. They did it from the pulpit. Wow. They did it in front of other people. And and Shelly to be honest with you it wasn't sinful stuff it wasn't like she was you know drinking a beer in the foyer of the church okay yeah. uh, you know and some people i know don't, please do not text me or or facetime me or something <laughs> and say i want to talk to you about the, the alcohol you know it's not a sin i don't want that's that's a whole other topic we can discuss but literally you know she's be caught and she okay she gave me one example of a pastor who called her out in the middle of a service because her her one of her
1: kids was making noise? Wow,
0: I'm I'm dumbfounded by that, and I had that to sit message and
1: message. Like, does that send? Yeah, so not just her, mm-hmm. but everyone else in that congregation and her kids and her kids. Yeah, yeah. I don't matter,
0: right? Yeah. You
1: know, I better keep my kids quiet. Mm-hmm. I better not have my kids in the service. Right. I got to find someone somewhere to put my kids. Oh, there's nowhere for my kids. I'm not going. i tell you the way. So looked, there it is.
0: I've always looked at this this way. I said, you know what? I have no problem with kids making noises in the sanctuary. Right. When I'm preaching, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, I know mom and dads will take care of it. They'll handle it or whatever. I would never do that. And a matter of fact, I am grateful That we have kids in the sanctuary. Absolutely, that's just bottom line. But she was sharing that with me, and so you got leadership just literally confronting or having conflict with somebody Mm. uh, about something, not comforting them. Yeah, you know, not saying, "Hey, mom, you know, can we do something for you here?" No, call her out and embarrass her. That's what we do. You know, oh wow. Okay, in case you guys haven't started to learn about me, I'm, I'm a little sarcastic. But anyway, <laughs> but then to be honest, um, I think we 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 need to be careful that our ministries are not confrontational, yeah, but comforting. Like I was sharing with that guy or whoever, gal, whatever, standing on the street corner. Yeah, that's a that's a ministry. They look at that as a ministry sharing the gospel. I get it. I'm good with that. I have no problem with that. But why do you make it confrontational? Yeah. Why do you take that Bible and smack people upside the head? Yeah. Because I don't see that anywhere in this, in the in scripture. Right. I just don't. Yeah. So these are the things that, you know, we we're, we're seeing in in uh in the church and as a pastor, it's heartbreaking. It is. And I will say this too though, is that it It deflates your people. Yeah. It deflates them.
1: They're not. Well, that's what I was just saying. You know, how many people did it affect around, and it affected her, and it affected her kids? Because Mm -hmm. there's people out there that's looking and going, oh, I better find somewhere for my kid to go. Oh, there's nowhere for my kid to go. Oh, I'm going to stay home. Right. So there it is. They just stay home. Right. Because they don't want to be... You know, and then they look at the church like Mm -hmm. that. They put all churches in that pile. And then we're all, you know, um, We're all viewed that way. Yeah, we're all viewed that way.
0: I've said this like this. I get upset when I read about, hear about, or see a a man that has abused his wife or has abused a woman uh, in any way whatsoever. And what upsets me about that is, is because what I feel like is, is that as that man is representing a man, mm-hmm. he's, he's actually, you know, categorizing putting me in the same category yeah. because he's a man yeah. and some women will do that.
1: So then so then all men are all men jerks. Are. Right. Yeah. And I get,
0: I get frustrated about that, you well,
1: know, on the same lines. I, you know, I grew up, um, in the church and, you know, I went to a Christian academy school when I was younger. And mm-hmm. you know, it was tough. It was really a tough school. Mm-hmm. Um you had to walk the line, man. You didn't walk the line, you were called out. What do you mean by walk the line? I had to dress the part, I had to look the part, I had to talk the part. I had to, you know, all of it. You know, mm-hmm. we just had we had uniforms. You know, and it wasn't just, you know, my uniform. I had to have my uniform on. I had to have my uniform pressed. I mm-hmm. had to have my uniform, you know, um, cleaned. Mm-hmm. I have to have, you know, and there's certain collars for certain days. And if I, you know, as a kid, I messed up, put the wrong collar on for the day, you know, mm-hmm. I'm chastised, you know. And I get it. It was a Christian academy. I get that now as an adult. But, man, oh. Mm. My heart just breaks because I think of the people that the kids, the kids, not adults, Mm -hmm. kids Mm -hmm. in that church that will never step foot in church again because of the way they were treated. And they haven't. And they haven't, no, they'll never step foot in a church right. again because of the way they were treated. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I get it. I mean, if it wasn't for my personal relationship with Christ that I have,
0: yeah.
1: I would not be in the church today.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't base my relationship on the people of the church mm-hmm. as to how, I, as, as to attending a church. Right you know i need the church i love the church the church is my life mm-hmm. i love it but i the things people do and say yeah it would be really easy to walk away sometimes mm-hmm. but no i don't base my walk with christ
0: so you mean you you don't come to church on sunday morning because of of this building right no or or because of the collectiveness of the i don't the even do it
1: because of our calling
0: yeah right
1: you know, our calling was from God mm-hmm. and he just so happened to give us a platform in Huntsville, Alabama, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, my heart is for the people
0: yeah.
1: of Huntsville. Yeah. You know, I, my heart's just like really broken yeah. for Huntsville, you know, cause that's where God's placed us right now. Yeah. But man, we gotta stop.
0: We come here for why though, why do we gather together? I come here because of Jesus. Yeah. Right.
1: Well, and I come to encourage people, mm-hmm. you know, to lift them up, yeah. to, you know, do exactly what the scripture says to heal the sick. I yeah. mean, how many services have we had where we have prayed for healing over right. people yeah. and how many healings have we received from God? Right. You know, right. raise the dead. Now we haven't raised the dead yet, but you know what? I'm holding out on that one. But- I, I believe
0: it's, it's possible. I know some people would sit here and go, "Oh no, no! Hey, I'm sorry. I believe it's possible."
1: But here's the thing: I want to look up this scripture and what it really, what these words really mean. Because raise the dead could be literally someone that's dead to Christ, mm-hmm. mm. you know, and re- opening their eyes, right? Because they were dead. They right. were heading to. death. They were heading to death. Yeah. They were on a path of death. Yeah. Cleanse those who have leprosy. So, okay. Um, we've never cleansed somebody with leprosy, but let's look at that and let's say, okay. Um, washing of the mind, mm-hmm. you know,
0: um, cleansing of the heart,
1: cleansing of the heart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, creating me a new heart. Oh God. Yeah. You know, yeah. that, that's, oh, that's a daily prayer for me. Mm-hmm. Um, drive out demons. Mm, yeah. We've done that yeah. and give freely.
0: Exactly. If, if you don't think Satan's at church on Sunday. You've been lied to. Yeah, because he's there. Yeah, the enemy's there. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: but isn't so? Isn't God?
0: So isn't God? Amen.
1: And his angels, amen. his warring angels, encamp around us every right. Sunday. Because I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, I think Shelly, what what we really have just tried to help people understand and get a glimpse uh, into our life a little bit is is that um, we. We believe that this is the five essentials.
1: Yeah, I know there's more. Oh, sure.
0: But I'm just saying, there's these five essentials. I think we as believers need to be doing it. And so, so if we're not doing any of those five, I don't think we have a right to complain. Yeah, about anything going on in the church.
1: Yeah, no, you know, we don't.
0: I just don't. And so, I, I think we're we're uh, you know we're we're seeing a day in time though that you cannot have a conversation anymore yeah all you can do is uh, make a statement and then get ready for the backlash and we've seen that we've seen it throughout we've seen it in Twitter we've seen it on you know in Facebook uh, all of this and people mm-hmm. just getting slammed because of a certain way they said something. Um, but the thing that bothers me is that we have let that become a norm in the church. So when you were talking about those individuals that went to that academy that and I know who you're talking about, you know who you're not talking yeah. about, who are not who've not stepped foot in a church since then. Okay. Um, you know, the the, the thing that's so disturbing to me is is that nobody misses them.
1: Right. I mean <laughs> My heart is heavy for them. Yeah. I haven't talked to them in years. Right. I haven't seen them in years. Well, we haven't because I don't lived live there. Town, right? right. I don't right. live in West Virginia anymore. So for me to even get there to see them, but man, it's just it's crazy that uh you're right. Yeah. People don't miss them.
0: So here's what I wanna say. I wanna I wanna kinda of end with this thought, okay? Because those who are listening, those who are not pastors, and you're just listening, I want to I want to just say this to you: Please understand, it is not the sole responsibility of the pastor to bring about comfort, care, encouragement, love. It's not the sole pastor's responsibility to cast out demons and heal the sick and to. I'm telling you, if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have stepped into this, this relationship of one, of royalty. You are now son and daughter of the Most High God. You, you have authority given back to you. The enemy has no right playing in your mind anymore. The playground's closed. You, kick, you kicked him out. But the other thing is, is now you have a responsibility to share this yeah. and do these things.
1: You know, I just pulled up Second Corinthians one, three, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion, and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. And it doesn't say who comforts the pastors who are in trouble. Right. So that the pastors can comfort those who are in trouble.
0: Right, right. <laughs>
1: it doesn't, it says we.
0: We, who's we? That's believers. everyone. It's the faith, Right. the faithful.
1: It's the church. Yeah,
0: the ones, the chosen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So listen, I, I hope that what you've, you've gleaned some insight into our hearts and, and, and what's going on in the world. And I hope what I want to challenge you with now is, is to look, if this has been you, if you're like going, and it's me, I've done this. Yeah, I've, 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 you know, I've reveled uh, in the idea of having conflict with somebody for the gospel. I, I, my prayer is, is that the Holy Spirit has convicted you of that today, right? And that you, you turn away from that.
1: Yeah.
0: And and and, and I would say this, man, get get into God's Word and and really see uh, how it can bring comfort for people.
1: You know, one of the things I made a statement that I I do daily, you know, my prayer is create in me a clean heart, oh God, and help me to see people with your eyes. Yeah. You know, it's too easy to get irritated with somebody and to somewhat write them off. Yeah. You know, think, okay, I'm never going to ask them to do anything again, or I'm never going to, you know ask God to help you to see those people with his eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow.
0: Well, hey, listen, we're going to wrap this up. Um, I hope this hasn't been too heavy for you, but I I really hope some things resonated with you. Um, If some things maybe uh, stirred up in you and you kind of didn't agree or whatever, we'd love to have a conversation with you. We really would. We'd be glad to, Um, but we'll have a conversation. We don't want to have some type of conflict. Uh, we want to chat with you. Um, we'd love to hear from you. So f- go to our Facebook page, Just Being Real, and uh, you can uh, uh, you know leave some comments there. Check out our, our Facebook page. You can also send us emails. It's Just Being Real Podcast at gmail.com. i uh, Love to hear from you in regards to that. But uh, it's it's been good. Yeah, been good being with you. Hey, we're excited about we next week. Mm-hmm. We really are. Uh, I'm just going to tell you this. We've got some good friends of ours that we're going to be uh, uh, bringing on and co-hosting with us. Um, and uh, we're excited about it. Uh, they've got a Facebook Live ministry that they're doing, Shelley. Shelly. Yeah. Uh, we were happened to be on it last right. week. <laughs> and so we're bringing them on with us. And uh, so I'm not going to tell you the names yet. Uh, we'll send that, that information out next week uh, before the podcast drops. But, uh, man, we're excited about it. So we look forward to seeing you guys next week. So listen, have a great one. God bless. See ya. Bye.